Uh, welcome, everybody, to uh, Rob Zagari, Rob Zagari Show. We are live. Yes, we are. We are live. I got to turn this stupid thing. How's that? Yeah, that looks better. It's all right. Oh, man. Where do we begin? That's the question. Where do we begin? I got all these computer monitors in front of me. Don't forget, you can listen to us on iHeartRadio, listen to us on Spreaker, listen to us on uh, Blog Talk Radio, listen to us on iTunes. Well, iTunes is, um, I mean, you could go there now, but it's live. The only two places you can listen to us live is iHeartRadio, uh, Spreaker, and Blog Talk. And then, of course, after the show, you can uh, listen to it with iTunes and all the other downloads. So just throw that out there. Just try to remind everybody, this microphone, it smells like ass. I'm just saying. This microphone, it smells, I know it's a little drastic. People are saying, well, why does your mouth smell like ass? It's a combination, I think, of the coffee, soda, and just the daily uh, mouth funk that one gets. So, got to, uh, got to, got to, uh, got to fix it because, yeah, it's stinky. All right. So, where do we want to go? Right. Hey, real quick, not a real bit about it. I just thought I'd throw it out there. Our favorite uh, GOP pundit, Anna Navarro. Navarro, she's on uh, Trevor Noah. You see that? Our, our favorite GOP pundit, Anna Navarro. You know, the one that, the pussy, 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 pussy. You know what she reminded me of? Uh, uh, Ch- Marin character from Dust Till Dawn. Do you remember that? I know it's going way back in the 90s. I'm a, uh, I'm a, I'm a 90s kid. Remember? Right in the beginning, and they roll up, and uh, Cheech Marin is like the, uh, he's like the, uh, the, the whore master, and he's like, come in, we got uh, small pussy, big pussy, little pussy, stinky pussy, that, that, that's Anna Navarro, that's Anna Navarro, Scotty, Scotty, you got and what on top of the he got booty, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going to happen after the election? What's going to happen after the election to all these these jerk-offs? Anna Navarro. Even, I mean, listen, I know uh, she speaks for our side, but even Scotty and, and Jeffrey Lord, where, where are they all going to go? Where are they all going to go? Like I said yesterday, they're not real good defenders because they're still getting a paycheck. They're still getting a paycheck from CNN. So if they push too hard, they get yelled at. I throw it out to Anna Navarro. The dirty, I mean, what a dirty mouth she's got. So I just thought I'd throw that. Because that... Uh, Whoa, what what just whoa what to do whoa what just happened here? 
Whoa, we got everything. What happened to the to the soundboard here? Jeez, that was that was troubling. What what's this? All right, here we go. It's trying to connect the other board, the things. It's a one man show here. One man show. So uh, I was told yesterday. They said you got you got to break the segments down more. You got to break the segments down. You got to let people go take a piss if they got to go. I said, all right, all right, all right, all right. So we're gonna try to accomplish that today because we got a lot to get to. There's there's new polls, and of course these polls don't jive with other polls. I mean, you got the the. You got Fox polls. They don't jive with the NBC polls. And then, of course, you got Maris polls, and they don't jive with the Fox and NBC polls. And then, of course, Monmouth polls don't jive. (laughs) You got all these polls. But, of course, the polls are real. There's nothing corrupt about the media. It's all just a figment of the conservatives' uh, imagination. Or at least the the crazy conservatives. The alt-right conservatives. Because we have people in our own party that demonize people that are part of their party. Have you ever listened to Michael Medved? How he has a show, I don't know. I think I'm a more entertaining than Michael Medved, but this guy's he's 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 everywhere. This guy. I mean, I know I I know I'm I'm not that smart and that educated. I I'm with you, but man, I think I'm more entertaining than Michael Medved. You got to listen to this guy. Is he a Republican? Is he a Democrat? What is he? Well, I what is he? I don't know. But if you listen to him for 20 minutes, is he a Democrat? It, maybe. Yeah, I guess he is. And then he says something that you go, no, nope, a Democrat wouldn't say that. But that side of the party calls the other half alt-right, Nazis, racists. Like I said before, I never knew what the alt-right was up until two months ago. Never knew what it was. Never knew what the alt-right was. Never knew what uh, Pepe the Frog was. Never knew any of the coded language. Didn't know. Didn't know. Had no idea. But let's deal with a couple things. Because right now, what I find amusing, and I know we'll, we'll get to the uh, Trump accusers. We talked about it yesterday. We'll do it again today. Because now, of course, CNN is featuring uh, Jessica Leeds, you know, the one from 35 years ago. And the way uh, the Anderson Coopers and the Don Lemons and even Megyn Kelly, even Megyn Kelly are framing it is if you don't believe her, If you Trump supporters don't believe her, then why should anybody believe Juanita Broadwick? Why should anybody believe Paula Jones? 
you're going to bring up something from 35 years ago and say people should care and, and people should believe then yet. So, okay. Okay. So we'll, we'll get to that, but I want to get to this other piece. And it was echoed in Politico. If you, if you read Politico, there are another establishment rag you're another propaganda wing of the left just another uh, countless but it started with Brian uh, Seltzer you ever seen this guy he's on uh, CNN kind of looks like a little troll unhealthy Obviously, he doesn't go without desserts. He definitely doesn't exercise. Very, very, just very unhealthy. Just unhealthy. Very unhealthy. Eventually, he will uh, die of a heart attack or something uh, that is associated with um, overeating. So, this new concern, and it's funny. Because I hate to echo the famous words of uh, Reverend Wright about, uh, what do they say? The, 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 the hens have come home to roost or the roosters have, have, have come home to whatever it is. But all these years, all these years, we have been beaten up by the press, by the left, by the entertainment industry, by everybody who is not Republican and portions of the Republican Party, the establishment, the ones who profit handsomely off just being part of the system. The John McCain's, Chuck Grassley's, you know, people that have been in Congress for 30 years. And nothing has ever gotten done. They don't get in and get out in like 10 or 12 or 15 years and go, I've accomplished everything that I've wanted to accomplish. But for all these years, they have been beating the snot out of tens, twenties, thirties of millions of people. And when you say, hey, this system is effed up. Hey, this is corrupt here. You're told you're crazy. You're told it's all in your head. You know, it's like that girlfriend or that boyfriend that, uh, that cheats on you. And you go, hey, I think there's something going on. And they go, no, it's going on up here. It's in your head. It's all made up in your head. You're the crazy. And then they leave, and you're like, oh, man, maybe I am crazy. Maybe I'm just as 
paranoid boyfriend. And they make you feel like that. And that's what the left, that's what the entertainment business, that's what the media and the establishments on the Republican side have done for years and years and years and years and years. And anytime you bring it up, they call you a conspiracy theory. The ones on the left call you a conspiracy theorist. Call you an Alex Jones cuckoo. An InfoWars nut job. Oh, you believe in chemtrails? You believe in aliens? You believe in, you're a kook pot. You're a And then the establishment on the right says, Well, you you can't act like that. You're never gonna get anything done. You have to compromise. You have to give in here. You have to give in there. You just have to do what we tell you, and everything will be okay. Uh, okay. So you got to vote for Bottle. got to vote for John McCain. You got to vote for George Bush. You got to vote for Mitt Romney. Okay. All right. Then you do all these things, and nothing changes. You got to vote for... X, Y, Z. We need Congress. Okay. Okay, now what? Well, now you, we need the Senate. Oh, okay. Now what? Bah. Well, we need the White House. Wait, 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 why do you guys keep moving this finish line? <laughs> what are you doing? You keep moving it. You keep telling us we just got to get to the 10. Then you say it's the 20. Then we get to the 20. And it's the 30. Then we get to the 30. And every year, all these people's lives haven't gotten better, gotten a little bit worse, just a little bit worse. And it might not necessarily be in the pocketbook, but maybe, maybe it's something to do with their religion. Maybe it has something to do with their value. Maybe it has something to do with television. Who knows? Who knows? But it's something in their lives that doesn't get better, might not get drastically worse, but it doesn't get better. Something that they've been promised is not happening. And they've been promised year after year after year. Anytime somebody points to something going on, well, what about this? What about that? Ah. Ah, don't worry about it. You're crazy. You're nuts. Stop. In due time. Well, all this anger is now finally starting to boil over because for the first time there's actually proof and we talked about this yesterday we talked about it a week ago talked about it two weeks ago there's actually proof there's black and white proof so all 
of these conspiracies, all of the Alex Jones references, all of the InfoWars talk, all been a rouge. As the left would say, it's been debunked. Because now you're seeing, rather it's Andrea Mitchell from MSNBC or New York Times reporters or debate moderators, or people in the Obama administration. You're now seeing all the things everybody has always thought, but we're told they're cuckoo. And you're seeing Republicans conspire with Democrats. like the cat's out of the bag. The cat's out of the bag. All these people now go, hey, everything we thought 10 years ago and we were told we were crazy is actually true. They're the crazy ones. And so now you actually see real anger. Because before, party anger. But that was always tamped down. Because when you said they just want to take our guns, people went, you're crazy. Well, now you have videos coming out where people like Russ Feingold are saying, yeah, when Hillary gets elected, she's going to use executive orders, and take the guns. I mean, there's this whole video, this, this, this hidden video. There's hidden video talking about voter fraud. Again, these are all things that people have said goes on. And we're told, you're crazy. You're nuts. You're a cuckoo bird. Now, you got to understand something. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, Trump has really just been a vessel. Listen, in the primaries, uh, those of you who've listened to this show for the last year and a half, two years, long before there was the presidential primaries, before that, if you've been listening to this show, We've talked about a third party. We've talked about things that we need in this country. We talked about the media being corrupt. And when the primary started and Trump was in, I said, it's almost, it's almost better if he doesn't win the primary Because he can get screwed over by the Republican Party. And then in turn, the millions and millions and millions of supporters can form around a network. And the ideas that they have 
can create a real, legitimate third party that can go in Congress or can go in a governor position and actually build something. Not going to be overnight. But there's more in this country as far as positions that have people saying, well, I'm a Republican. Well, how are you a Republican if you believe in X, Y, Z? Those are principles that Democrats support. Yeah, but I like D, E, and F. And a libertarian party is a waste. I mean, look at Johnson. Look at Jill Stein. Ralph Nader. The closest you had to something was Ross Perot. Ross Perot could have been that something. Imagine if Ross Perot, imagine if Ross Perot was a legitimate movement. And every four years, every two years, every year, that movement grew. Today, we legitimately would have a real third party. And it would be not easy, but you would be able to actually win the White House, the electorate, three ways, legitimately three ways. And that's what's going to happen after this election. Because you're going to have a wing of the Republican Party. That breaks away from what is known as being a Republican. All of this anger is not going to go away. And it's anger that the left created and the establishment Republicans created. Because the establishment Republicans knew about this anger year after year after year. And instead of doing anything about the anger, they led the anger along. They led the anger along. So it's like they had the dog. It's like when you hear about the dog that mauls somebody and come to find out that the dog has always been an evil, nasty, bastard dog. And it lived in the backyard. And it just happened to get out of the fence and attack a little kid, kill him. That's like the Republican Party. They've always had this this animal. 
And since Bob Dole, they've always said, Dad, don't worry. Dad, don't worry. Don't worry. They fed the beast a little. Ah, don't worry. Hold it back. Ah, don't worry. I mean, look at the Boehner, Paul Ryan switcheroo. You had John Boehner. Everybody was outraged by John Boehner. He stepped down. Paul Ryan comes in, and Paul Ryan's turning out to be exactly what John Boehner was. He's exactly what John Boehner got thrown out for. Paul Ryan, after this election, win, loser, draw from Trump, is going to be any different than he is now? Think he's going to be any different than he is now? He's going to be worse. He's going to be worse. So you've had these establishment Republicans basically feeding the pit bull, punching the pit bull, dogfighting with the pit bull, but leaving it in the backyard. And knowing that if it got out of the fence, it would maul people and kill people. And they knew what's been going on with the media. Like I said, when when you get skunked by Candy Crowley and moderate a long list of moderators, when you get skunked by them, but you keep agreeing to the same type of moderators, you're part of the problem. Rather, it's Michael Steele or Rens Priebus. When they agree to Lester Holt, they're part of the problem. When they agree to a guy who does the New Year's Eve ball drop with Kathy Griffin, you're asking for everything that's going to happen. Establishments have known what's going on. Like I said, who in the right mind would ever go on with George Stapanopoulos and think they're going to get a fair deal in anything? Who? Who? Establishment types that don't look at the government, don't look at their jobs as something to do to make the country better. It's people that look at their job as a job and something that they need to have forever, like most of us do. Most people aren't looking for the next big thing. Most people get a job in a company and go, all right, here's my goal. I'm starting here. I want to eventually be the president of whatever the hell it is. I eventually want to be the best. You don't go, oh, I'm at this company now. You know what? I hope to go to a completely different field and a completely different company two years from now. That's not how it works.
So now what you're hearing from the establishment Republicans like the Michael Medvids and the Rick Wilsons are what Trump is doing now is, is, is really dangerous. What Trump is doing now is really dangerous. He's revving up this base. So when he loses, there could be some real repercussions the next day. Something that this country can never, ever, ever survive from. And this is bad. This is real bad. So you're hearing that from establishment Republicans and, of course, the left. Now, Brian Setzer on CNN, this is what he said. So uh, listen, this is what he said. If there is violence and unrest after Election Day, I think we know I think we now know why, based on the hatred that is dripping out of Trump's mouth. He is dangerous. And he goes on to say, for a long time, people treated Donald Trump like he was a joke. Right now, it's a very serious drama. That speech he made today was paranoid. And that speech was dangerous. It was a speech driven with hatred. A speech driven with contempt, railing against bankers and corporations and the media in this grand conspiracy that somehow he has only been able to connect the dots of. It sounded like a lot of dog whistle to a lot of people. So now, because... Everybody has been exposed. Like I said, really, Trump is this vessel. He's exposed all of these people. I think eight months ago, I did a story where I said it's kind of like the movie They Live, where you put the glasses on, Roddy Piper, the rowdy, rowdy one. You put the glasses on and you go, oh, my God, everybody's aliens. And then you take it off, and everybody's normal. And that's what it's like. Because when Brian Sutter goes, it's not a conspiracy anymore, stupid. This election cycle, everybody's been revealed. So you can't say, oh, the whole media in the tank against Trump, that's just a conspiracy because he's losing. No. No. Not when Donna Brazil, who's CNN, is giving answers, giving the heads up, giving the 411 to the Clinton camp. CNN acts like it didn't exist, like it didn't happen. When the NBC poll that came out the next day after Trump kicked the crap out of Hillary 
When that poll shows that Trump all of a sudden is down 11 points and all these horrible things, and that's the narrative, and then you find out that the poll's conducted by a super PAC or people that are involved with the Hillary super PAC, they've been paid a quarter of a million dollars, and you're going, wait a minute. just This is beyond corrupt, and this is evidence. You can't say, ah, polls are rigged. Ah, you're just a Alex Jones conspiracy kook. Now you actually can go, no, look, look, this is proof. This is real. So what do they say? Oh, yeah, this is getting, you know, what Trump is doing is getting dangerous. Well, what do you mean what he's doing is getting dangerous? Like I said earlier. What, the roosters come home to hatch or whatever the hell that is? It's like the left does this all the time. Just like what they did with the whole Black Lives Matter thing. Black Lives Matter, moveon.org, it's all, an, it's all orchestrated to, 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 to create false narratives. And as this thing builds to where Black Lives Matters are burning down grocery stores and things like that as, as it starts to build and then cops get killed. Cops are getting slaughtered on the street. The left then goes, oh, no, 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 no. Now we got to pull it back. Oh, no, this side. And it happens with every aspect. We talked about it yesterday. We talked about it months ago to the point where it gets repetitive. But the same people that are saying, how did our politics get to where we are? How do we got the Donald Trump? How do people think it's acceptable to, to, to make fun of people and this and that and that? And you go, wait a minute. You guys are the ones that created the culture that we live in. That's not the Republicans. I'm watching a Judd Apatow movie where they're making fun of Stephen Hawking's. Where Jonah Hill and one of the other characters are making fun of Stephen Hawking. Well, that, that's the culture. That's the culture. So little kids see that, and they go, oh, they're making fun of the guy in the wheelchair. Ha, 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 funny. Oh, they're making fun of Jodie Foster in the movie Accused, where she's raped. Ha, ha, ha. And then all of a sudden, when you get a... Trump, the left is like, oh my God, you, what do you mean? You created this. You created this world we live in. Republicans don't control the media. Republicans don't control Hollywood. I mean, this is what liberals do. Only liberals can get away with the 
plight of the black man and how bad they have it and the racism, the systemic racism and all these things. And yet the president is black. The attorney general's black. The attorney general before them was black. Valerie Jared, I think, is kind of black. She's something. She's something of color. And yet, black folk are worse off under Obama than they were under George Bush. Matter of fact, the new statistics came out yesterday that say Latinos, Latinos, have benefited the most in the past year. Jobs, education, their, their average uh, medium income, all the things are up. So again, the left creates this bubble. They create this, this, this pressure cooker. I mean, Syria. All, all I've been hearing is uh, Essie Cup and a bunch of other people like her. Look what's going on in Syria. Look what's going on. Aleppo, Aleppo, Aleppo. The buzzword, Aleppo. Who created Aleppo? Who created where we are today? Obama. Obama did. The liberals did. So here you got Brian Stetzer. You got Michael Medved. And I haven't even gotten to the Politico story. Talking about Donald Trump and his now dangerous rhetoric. Because the left and the establishment Republicans know that come election day, if Trump loses, there's going to be millions and millions and millions and millions of people that will be able to say, now we know the media is corrupt. Here's the proof. Voter fraud. Here's the proof. The big banks control the proof. We're not going to listen to you ever again. And when Hillary Clinton, if she wins, makes an executive order to limit people's gun rights, there will be some serious, serious protesting. I mean, the left and the establishment Republicans are terrified that there's going to be tens of millions of people that are going to say, hey, if Black Lives Matter and MoveOn.org and the George Soros crowd can organize and take over streets, break windows, and do what they do, and it's called a protest, then, you know what? We're going to do the same thing. Everything we were told is not happening is. 
when our girlfriends or our boyfriends or our husbands or our wives have been telling us cheating thing, all in your head. It's all in your head. And we now catch them red-handed and we go, all in our head? Oh, and real fireworks fly is exactly what's going to happen come election day if Hillary wins. Establishment on the right and the liberals are terrified now. They're terrified. Those WikiLeak drops show Hillary Clinton colluding with the banks. Shows her colluding with the government as far as emails, the secret servers. Shows collusion with the media. I mean, what are you hearing today? The women that just came out last night really only came out because at the debate, Anderson Cooper challenged Donald Trump ever done this before. And so these women heard that and that empowered them because because Trump dared them to come out. Similar to what Gary Hart did, he told the press, oh, come and follow me, come and follow me. And that's what they did. And then they caught him with Donna Rice. And that's with the media, that's with the left, that's what the establishment Republicans, your Ben Shapiro's, your S.E. Cups, your Rick Wilson's. That's what they're all saying. But these millions and millions and millions and millions of people out there that have sat back over the years and been told we're all cuckoo birds are now seeing, wait a minute, New York Times, the paper that's owned by Slim, a Mexican billionaire who despises not just Donald Trump, but Republicans. Anybody who wants to shut down the borders. Regardless, put him there. New York Times reporters who work hand-in-hand with Democrats. Hand-in-hand. So these millions of people are sitting there going, so we're supposed to believe this was not a planned attack set up by a corrupt media that's owned by a billionaire. I I mean, everything that Trump is saying has been proven. So, yeah, guess what? Possibly more low-information voters and 
liberals that will vote than Republicans or, or people that are not them that would vote for Trump. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's the case. But what all of this has done is proved that all these people were right, they weren't crazy, and now they're going to be a disruption going forward. They're not going to go quietly. Whereas before, they would go quietly because you don't want to pushing something that you're told over and over is crazy talk. No one wants to be Alex Jones. No one wants to be told, look at this kook bird. He thinks Newt, they all think Newtown was fake. They think this, that, that. Nobody wants that. But now, all these people can't be told that. All these people can't be told you're crazy. And now the left is freaking, along with the right. They are freaking. Because now there won't be a silent minority going to be a vocal minority. And I told you guys this a year ago. People on the right need to fight fire with fire. This notion that you're going to get anything, anything, by taking this imaginary high road is absolutely wrong. It's absolutely ludicrous. All the times, everybody on the right who didn't want McCain and didn't want uh, Romney, but were told, go along with the damn program, and said, okay. All of those people now are saying to the people that told them to get along, like the Ben Shapiros, the Bill Crystals, the Glenn Becks, the Dana LaDouche, the Katie Pavics, the Rick Wilsons. All of these people are now, hey, F you. F you. And they're all terrified. All these people, they're just going to try to burn the whole house down. They're nuts. If they're going to go into that ballot box, 
and vote Democrats or not vote Democrats, not vote Republicans, just vote Trump and leave. They're all, they're all freaking. They're all panicking. That's why Brian Setzer is saying, hey, what Trump is saying is dangerous. What Trump is saying is dangerous. It's like a conspiracy theory stuff. No, it's not. And it's a pattern because Politico did the same thing. Politico said, Today's speech, Trump slammed the political establishment he described as clinging to power and subservient to corporate media, blaming both for the spat of stories detailing uh, it, the, uh, the, allegation, the civil allegations of unwanted groping from a number of women over several decades. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich themselves. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. The corporate media in this country is no longer involved in journalism. For them, it's a war. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a racist, a sexist, a xenophobe, and morally deformed. Now, everything that Trump said is correct. Everything he said is correct. Jesse Waters from Fox News does a man-on-the-street segment where he's poking fun at Asians. Or at least having fun with stereotypes. But nothing that the left has not done or continues to do. And I brought up the example of the show, Fresh Off the Boat. The name alone is racist. Fob. FOB. That is racist. That is racist. Now, I'm not going to go into a whole list, but what Trump said is true. If you question the president, you're a racist. If you wear the wrong Halloween costume, you're a racist. All it takes is for Trevor Noah. Remember, all it takes is for the entertainment business, which is now no different than the media. And that's why I, 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 even though I make the distinction, they're, they're one in the same. They're one in the same. If you watch Trevor Noah, it's supposed to be an entertainment show. Like, like I said, for some reason, if Bill O'Reilly and his crew do something, they're racists, they're homophobes, they're all these horrible things because they somehow are not comedy or they're not uh, political humor. They're morally safer. But when Bill Maher or Trevor Noah or uh, Stephen Colbert, when they do something, it's comedy. It's all good. They can do whatever they want. It's comedy. There's no petitions to throw them off the air. Nothing like that. When Trump says 
if you challenge anything, if you challenge anything that goes against the left, you are deemed a racist, a sexist, and a xenophobe, 100%. I mean, the minute you talk about the border, the minute you talk about the border, you're a xenophobe. Listen, that, that, that's not a conspiracy theory. If you say people should not be allowed to come into this country unless they do it legally, and the people that are here illegally should have to leave. If you say that, you're a xenophobe. I mean, that is 100% legit. That is 100% legit. That's not a conspiracy theory. That, that's a, so if you go against the left in anything, they label you racist, xenophobe, redneck. I mean, these are facts. The, the, these aren't conspiracy theories. These are facts. Absolute facts. Things that people have known, but you only hear about this type of stuff once in a, well, ever. Seriously, when has we anybody, and not to sound corny and quote rock music or rock bands, but when have we had anybody rage against the machine? Seriously, when have we had anybody? Because remember, you can do it, I can do it, anybody could do it. Hell, somebody in Hollywood could do it. John Voight can do it. But if there's no platform to that, then nobody hears it. There's no, if, if there's no platform, and I've said it a million times, some of the listeners have said it, they, they email me, they, they'll tweet me. The tree falls in the woods and nobody's there. Did the tree really fall? Did you hear it? Nobody's there to hear it. It didn't happen. We've said that countless for months and months and months and months and months and months and months. That's why when those Milwaukee riots happened, the media didn't cover it. There's getting too much press. Showing Black Lives Matter, folks, burning stuff down. Can't have that. Can't have that. Can't have that. So this is really the first time that anybody has raged against the machine with a platform that the media and the left and the establishment on the right are forced to cover. They're forced to cover it because Trump is running for president. So they have to cover it. So when he's talking to 20,000 people and he says, 
corporate media in this country no longer involves journalism. And why the media and why the left is freaking out? Because when those WikiLeaks have been dropping, it shows journalists in cahoots with political campaigns. I mean, again, the fact that the Daily Beast is owned by a company that Chelsea Clinton sits on the board of should be something that discredits the Daily Beast. But it doesn't. But nobody ever brings that up. Once in a blue moon, you'll hear it on the radio. Or on some conservative website that no one goes to. But unless it's on CNN, unless it's on NBC, unless it's on your local ABC, NBC, CBS, nobody knows. And that's why, again, the left is saying, and the establishment, like the Medvids, and the Charles Krautheimers are saying what Trump is doing. It's just so, oh my God. Because they know. There's now proof to what Trump is saying. There's now proof to what everybody's been saying. And now nobody can ever be told it's all in our heads. I mean, just listen to the, just listen to this. This isn't being a journalist. At no other point in his campaign has Trump been so publicly humiliated by the accumulating and damning allegations about his own past behavior, while his campaign has been rebound has rebounded from countless controversies by his thin-skinned. I, I mean. That's not being a journalist. I mean, that's not being a journalist. So the left is freaking. The left is freaking. I mean, the article was entitled, Donald Trump Goes Full Breitbart at Today's Rally. Like I said before, if you're not part of the mainstream world, if you're not part of the left, you get labeled the extreme right, the alt-right, Breitbart right. But everything else on the left is, is just normal. You never hear MSNBC called the extreme left. You never hear CBS called the extreme left. Leftists, extreme, nothing. Because that's the norm. That's the norm. And they go on to, uh, to keep saying, he suggested the damaging stories that have emerged in recent days are a result of collusion media to elect her so a President Trump doesn't 
disrupt the status quo that benefits them. Well, you used to be able to say stuff like that. Ted Cruz used to be able to say stuff like that or, or whoever. The me, Everybody knows the media and the, uh, Mark Levin. People have been able to say it, but now when you have somebody with a legit platform and there's legit documents to back it up, it freaks the left out because deep down in their minds, deep down in their minds, in the back of their little minds, they know that win, lose, or draw after this election, there's going to be some serious problems. There's going to be some serious problems. I had this conversation with my girl last night. She goes, I'm so sick of all of this. She goes, I'm so sick of all this. And what's going to happen after the election? If Trump loses, what's going to happen? I go, you want to know what's going to happen? I go, you want to know what's going to happen? This country is going to be more divided than ever. Because you're going to have about 35 to 40 million people. That now feel vindicated. That they're not crazy. They're not goofy. They're not kooky. And they're going to be pissed. And they will never again fall in line with the Republican establishment. And they will be more vocal than ever. And I said, these leaks and things of that nature are not going to stop. They're not going to stop. And the more the stuff comes out, if Hillary wins, the more people are going to get even more mad. I told my girl, I said, I said, this is, this this is this is big. I go, this is big. I go, it's almost bigger if Trump doesn't win. Because when Mitch McConnell said, my job is to make Obama a one-term president, you could have legitimately argued that that was an effed up thing to say. To the extent where you go, hey, he won the election fair and square. There was a lot of people that voted for him. Like, sure, the media protected him 100%. Didn't protect him. He would never, ever have won. I mean, just having the name Hussein. Just, just, I, I mean, do you really think if the, re, do you really think, listen, dear, imagine you got, you got to just kind of suspend uh, belief because then you got to say the, 
you know, the, the, the media is flipped and it's controlled by Republicans, blah, blah, blah. But let's just say, do you really think Mitt Romney or John McCain or, or any Republican could have lasted if their middle name was Adolf? I mean, the fact that Obama's name, I know it sounds so superficial, but the fact that Obama's middle name is Hussein, the fact that uh, Obama's birth father was a Muslim, the fact that his stepfather was a Muslim, he grew up for a few years in Indonesia, Wrote books talking about the sweetest sounds of, of, of you know, of, of the, uh, <laughs> of the, uh, the, 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 the prayer bells for, um, you know, the, the, to, to get up and pray the, 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 for Islam. I mean, imagine if, if that, if that type of stuff involved a Republican. It just wouldn't have happened. But, back to the point. At the end of the day, when McConnell said that, F went nuts. It was mildly legit. It was like, hey, he won. You had millions of people that voted for him who wouldn't have voted for him. But, you know, I voted for him. I purged my sins. Like I told you guys yesterday and the day before. I was basically told, hey, anytime you ever laughed at a racist anytime you ever laughed at a Amy Schumer, but anytime, anytime you, 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 you ever picked up a totally tasteless joke book, any of that. Any of that, and you laughed at a black joke, all will be forgiven if you vote for Obama. You will purge that white guilt. So I did. I voted for him. Of course. So that was legit. That win was legit. Again, yeah, the media protected him, but at the end of the day, it was legit. This win, if Hillary takes this election, the media, the, the, the I mean, the left, the, the establishment, right, everybody, thing in their power to make sure Trump didn't win, and, and, legit, Hillary Clinton Bill Clinton think tens of millions of people that didn't vote for him are scum, are garbage, are, we use the word deplorable, but legit. Hillary Clinton doesn't give a crap about the 60 million. She doesn't give a crap about, I would say, 5 million people. And there's a percentage of them that she'll work with because 
they'll say, hey, Hill, you know, it is what it is. But the other half, she legitimately despises. She legitimately despises. Remember that debate? My enemy is the Republican Party. My enemy are Republicans. Vast conspiracy. So, yeah, why is the left freaking out? Why is political freaking out? Why is CNN and Brian Seltzer freaking out? Why is Charles Krautheimer freaking out? Because everybody's been exposed. And there's legitimately, if Hillary wins, going to be tens of millions of people that are going to be outraged. And they're going to say, that's not my president. That's not my president. This was not fair election. You're going to have millions of people, and they're going to point to a lot of evidence. Whereas before, it was a lot of, you're an Alex Jones conspiracy nut. But not anymore. You legitimately, you legitimately, you legitimately paper trails. Countless paper trails that show collusion at the highest level. You know, when people say, well, Donald Trump, he's a fascist. You know, when I listen to a, a Glenn Beck or that unhealthy Megan McCain, he's a dictator, he's a fascist. He, why? Well, he he wants he he wants to make reporters you know wait outside. He doesn't want to give reporters special treatment. That makes him a fascist. You know what I think makes someone a fascist? What what I think is more like a dictatorship when the president or somebody running for president, a political party controls the media. When a political party controls the media, you can't get more fascist than that. You can't. It's 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 impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. Somebody said, hey, there, there's polls that have uh, Trump a little ahead. There's, exactly. And yet, what does the media tell you? I mean, I'm looking at a new Monmouth poll that's out from Utah that has Trump up 34, Clinton 28, and the Magic Underpants kid at 20. That's not what's being broadcasted. On CNN and NBC and ABC. And you know what's being broadcasted? The poll from NBC yesterday. Or CNN or whoever the hell it was. That has Trump and Clinton dead tied. And that just shows how horrible Trump is. 
But yet a Monmouth poll has Trump up 34-28. Marist poll in Ohio, Trump 42, Hillary 41. Polls that CNN and MSNBC and ABC are talking about Fox. Has Trump losing in Ohio by something like nine or ten points? I mean, every story you read, every story you read by the media, is tr- it's over. Trump is done. It's finished. He's, it's done. It's, it's put a fork in him. It's done. It's over. And you're going to see more and more stories coming out from the Brian Setzers and the Krautheimers and the Ben Shapiros because they know that what's happening is their fault. They know. The establishment Republicans know that they've had this animal caged in the backyard for all these years. And the minute it gets out of the cage, it's going to attack. They know they've had this. They played with this fire. Give us the house. We'll do this. Give us the set. We'll do this. Give us this. We'll do this. Vote for this. We'll do this. Vote for this. And they've never come through. And the left tells everybody they're cuckoo birds. And when you're told you're a nut job long enough, you believe you're a nut job. And now, everything is playing out to be true. And there's going to be more. I'm telling you, come a day before the election, every day there's going to be more stuff. I mean, the media is going to have to just keep pulling out these girls. I mean, they're just going to have to keep pulling girls out. Every day you're going to hear another girl story. Every day you'll hear another girl story. Because the only reason you saw this happen is, of course, you know, everything that's going on with Hillary. But once that NBC tape came out, and of course we talked about it, this was all planned. Once this NBC tape came out, any story could come out after that because then they just reference sexual. Here's this girl saying gravity. Here's this girl forced down. Billy Bush in 2005. So he said that's what he does. So every day you'll see more and more and more. So on a day where there's a story that has John Podesta calling Mexicans needy, there'll be some 90-year-old woman popping up going, oh, back 40 years ago, back 40 years ago, Donald Trump grabbed me like an octopus. 
there was a site yesterday that uh, that that showed that the woman's lines she used were from somebody else's accusations a year or two ago in the Daily Mail, and they were from a rock band's song. Some rock band used it as lyrics. A five-year-old woman's got ties to the Clinton camp. She's got a, I, I, again, it, it's, but millions of people understand that now. Those million people are upset. And the left knows it. And they know they're going to have to deal with this. Should they steal this election? When the left, the left goes nuts when you say that. They go, oh, man, when all you people talk about stealing, you're, you're degrading our democracy. No, we're not degrading our democracy. You have all degraded our democracy. You, CNN, you. NBC, you, the New York Times, you, the Washington Post, you've degraded our democracy. Saturday Night Live, I mean, I mean, the list goes on and on. They level playing field in democracy, and it's not democracy. Isn't that the Democrats' big Stick up their ass about voter ID. Oh, when you when you do voter IDs and you limit voting stations, you're you're depriving democracy, limiting people's uh, chance of vote. Well, it, doesn't the same go for the media? The fact that the average Joe doesn't go online, counterpoint. So the only way they get their news is by CNN or NBC or their nightly news in whatever local channel is on whatever local state they're in. Are you effing with democracy when that system is set up by the Democrats and the Democrats send Marching orders? Isn't the democracy? It is. And for anybody to say otherwise is nuts. That's all I say. The left, they're 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 out of their mind. I, I give you I give you an example. I'll give you a quick example. One of our Periscope people. Said Trump is the king of conspiracy theories. Imagine is now a conspiracy. Democrats control the media. Is a conspiracy now. Donna Brazil, CNN, John Harwood, uh, CNBC, Chris Hayes' producers, MSNBC. How is that a conspiracy? See what I'm saying? The left man. They're wrong. They're, they're unhinged. Like I said, win, lose, or draw with Trump. Whatever. He at least exposed all of these people. 
Because the people that look stupid are the ones that laugh that tell you it's a conspiracy. You're nuts. That you catch cheating and they tell you it's in your head. And you go, I watched you. I watched you and the guy. I watched. Wasn't me. You're in your head. Not in the head. I, I watched you. Oh, me is controlled by Democrats. That conspiracy. What do you mean it's a conspiracy? How is it a conspiracy? There's proof. It, it, there's proof. How is that? How is that a conspiracy? That's a conspiracy. Okay. Okay. Who controls the Hollywood? The Democrats. No, they don't. That's a conspiracy. That's a conspiracy. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, and this isn't anti-Semitic. Okay, I don't want to hear anybody say it's anti-Semitic, because it's not. And I've done a bit on the show saying, no, this is actually true. Just like when you say the majority executives and studio bigwigs happen to be Jewish Americans. Oh, my God. How can you say? I mean, how can I say that? It's true. Nothing wrong with it, but it's true. It's it's true. It's 100% true. It's 100% true. There's not a lot of Italians, Roman Catholic. It's true. It's just fact. No different than the media is controlled by Democrats. You can't look at George Stephanopoulos, who worked in the White House, and say he's not a Democrat. You can't. You just can't. When you call that a conspiracy theory, you're being stupid. Seeing... All of this play out. Can't hide from it. And the more people try to deny it, the more millions and millions and millions of people get angry about it. And that, my friends, that, my friends, is why the left is terrified, and that's why the establishment on the right are terrified. Because all these people are not going to go quietly. Should Republicans lose on election day, they're all going to know the entire system legitimately rigged, just like the always been rigged and it's like it will stay rigged so Rob Zaccario we're going to take a quick break because I had uh, people uh, uh, bitching at me because uh, we don't take enough breaks and they told me that they got to they're like dude we got to pee okay we're going to take a quick break We'll be right back. Don't go away. It's Rob's Show. Don't forget, you can follow us on iHeartRadio. 
go to iHeartRadio, type in the Rob Zagre Show. If you're in your car right now, and if you're in your car, I don't know how you'd be listening to us in your car, already know. So if you already know, then what I'm saying to you is moot. But if you're at your house right now and you're listening to us on your computer, just know that if you get in your car and you have iHeartRadio app, you know you have iHeartRadio app in your car, you can dial us up, the Rob Zakari Show. You can listen to us. Some of them new fancy cars, some old crappy cars, some new cars. Okay, the effing new cars. My car, my car has it, but I didn't. I pay extra. <laughs> I, didn't, I I I didn't know. I should have known. This is stupid of me. But the, the I, hey, if you got a Mercedes, it already comes with it. You don't got a picture for it. You can listen to it. You can listen to a Sud Spreaker. You can listen to my blog. And then if you don't want to do a slide, you can go to iTunes. Go to Rob Zakari Show. Or you can go to our site, Rob Zakari Show. Go there. We'll be right back after it's baked Alaska words. We love our cops and law enforcement. Yes. Thanks to Alaska. We love our cops, our law enforcement. We love our military there. That was uh, Baked Alaska. We love our cops. Cause, real quick, I'm looking at a uh, uh, an article that just came through. 
it's kind of funny because you know, um, yeah, you know he's mad. You know he's mad because he knew about this tape and they didn't release it. Uh, as Billy Bush lawyers up, he goes on attack in NBC fight. Billy Bush's exit from NBC News isn't going to be an amicable as many thought it would be. The uh, Today Show host has been suspended for his role in the Lou Donald Trump tape recorded in all five. The Bush as an anchor in Access Hollywood was hired as a prominent Los Angeles litigator to help work the separation from the network, and that uh, lawyer is now going on the attack. Marshall Grossman, one of Los Angeles' well-respected attorneys, has joined Bush's team, suggesting the anchor is ready to litigate against NBC if the network can't reach a deal with its former rising star. Grossman, who's represented Aaron Andrews in her People case, and Steven Spielberg and Clint Eastwood in other matters declined to comment on the status of negotiations, but he defends his client's role in the Trump tape in which Bush is heard laughing and encouraging the now GOP presidential nominee. Grossman says, uh, Bush, uh, Grossman says, was an NBC Universal employee interviewing an NBC star in The Apprentice to Trump. He wasn't exactly in a position to challenge his interview subject. He had a passive response. Uh, shut the F up to Trump. Billy would have been out of a job the next day. Grossman, partner of Oregon, Los Angeles, tells Dolly Reporter. See, remember, you guys, I, I, told, I told you, they've they known about this tape. They, they've known about it. This was orchestrated to come out when it came out. And they didn't want to put this tape out. I told you, they didn't want to put the tape out because... It's from 05. It's from 05. Everybody's known about this tape. Just like these apprentice tapes. All these, that's why, and that's why I always say Scotty Neil Hughes and Jeffrey Lord. Yeah, they're, they're surrogate, awesome, great. But, but they get paid by CNN. Trump's not paying them. CNN pays them so that they could go on shows and fight with Bobby Sellers or Pat Solis or whoever the hell's on there. But they can't back enough. You know what I mean? They, they get cold. Hey, you come down. Don't, don't call us out. Not you guys. Before. Obviously, the tape existed. The Billy Bush tape existed. Everybody said nothing. Just like this mysterious Immediately. Uh, but there's never pushback. There's just never pushback. Trump was calling people the N-word during the apprentice. Uh, guess what? NBC had no problem with it. People on The Apprentice had no problem with it. Mark Burnett had no problem with it. Nobody had a problem with it. So let me keep going. Uh, this just, just came up. It's quick. The shot at NBC comes as negotiation resumed Thursday between the network and Bush over the terms of his exit. The former actor Hollywood host, whose contract paid him about $3 million a year, believes uh, he has legend because he told NBC about his conversation as far back as August. He was uh, covering Olympics in Rio. Again, 
we called we called it. Why did the tape come out in August? Why didn't it come out in August? Because NBC didn't want to pull it out unless they had to. Now remember, NBC, NBC, CNBC. It's all the universal family. You you realize that. Okay, don't believe anybody that says, well, NBC is is a totally different wing of CNBC. And CNBC, it's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. Somebody at NBC does want somebody at CNBC to do something. They pick up the phone and they go, hey, don't do that. No different than Lion Brian was the anchor for the NBC Nightly News. He got caught lying. He got suspended. And then he was brought back to where? MSNBC. It's the same thing. So if MSNBC is corrupt with their programs, Andrea Mitchell, Chris Hayes, and CNBC, John Harwood, then why isn't Access Hollywood and NBC corrupt also? President of NBC did a Facebook post that said Donald Trump was like the devil. You legit could smell sulfur from Donald Trump. knew about it. And don't forget, at one time, Chelsea Clinton was paid a half a million dollars by MSNBC to be a reporter or to do some type of half-assed talk show, kind of like when, they, or, or a report, I don't know what the hell it was, kind of like, remember when they had Ronan Farrow? Remember that experiment? Mia Farrow's uh, a kid. Remember Ronan's the one that would run around and talk about Woody Allen molesting his sister? NBC is Democrats, is the Clintons, the Clintons, NBC, enough. But NBC didn't want to have to pull this out. I told you this. All this stuff that's coming out, I told you. They didn't want to have to pull this out because it was going to create problems. It was going to create problems for Billy Bush, who they've been grooming. It was going to create problems for NBC. They're going to get into a lawsuit. They're going to wind up settling for... They're going to wind up settling with this kid. This kid's going to get a lot more than $3 million a year. This kid's probably going to get about $30 million a year. Or or, or for the year. 
But remember when Hillary Clinton said, why am I not up 50 points? When she didn't go up 50 points, when what's his name? Tim Kaine got a ding-dong handed to him, got it kicked in by Pence, and then the WikiLeaks started. NBC had to come through. The corrupt media, as Trump says. You know NBC. Harwood, Andrea Mitchell, Alan McCrisay's, no that. So Bush says, hey, they knew about this back in August. NBC News sources have insisted News Division Management Chairman Andy Lack and today a senior VP Noah Umpim, well, I don't know how you spell it, did not learn about the tape that captured Bush and Trump on hot mic and off-camera engage in a mis, uh, uh, misogyny and predatory conversations until early last week. NBC News did exactly what you would expect from a great news organization. And NBC's folks that said it in a statement after the tape was released, as soon as we saw the tape and made the assessment, it was undoubtedly newsworthy. We moved quickly and deliberately to get it published and do it so in the responsible way. <laughs> so, we knew this story. We we knew this. We we knew this. And they're going to set this very quickly. Because they're not going to get in any type of uh, deposition or, or anything that will go on the record. They're not going to get involved in anything because to Andy Lack, no, they knew about this. Got to have the total surprise. Always got to have an October surprise, especially when you're trying to elect not just the first woman president, not just the first woman president, but Clinton. Thought I would share because it just came up in the timeline. So wanted to uh, hit on that real quick. That way my, uh, you know, people go, oh, dude, you got to, you got to, uh, you got to do uh, more breaks and you got that thing. All right, there's your break. There's your break. It's Rob Perry show. Uh, good. Uh, 30 seconds here. Um, and then we'll be right back. It's my favorite. Trump being asked about Muslims. So, so I'm really honored by the crowd, and we're going to have some fun now, because instead of making a speech, which I've been doing over and over and over, I want to take questions. Don't we like that, right? Okay. All right, let's start with this group right over here. Come on. 
Okay, this man, I like this guy. Amen. Okay. Member in New Hampshire. Problem in his country. It's called Muslims. We know our current president is one. You know he's not even an American. We need this certificate, man. But anyway, we have training camps growing where they want to kill us. That's a good one. That's my question. When can we get rid of it? We're going to be looking at a lot of different right. things. And, you know, a lot of people are saying that, and a lot of people are saying that bad things are happening out there. We're going to be looking at that and plenty of other things. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Rob Zaker Show. We got a problem with Muslims. <laughs> I love that guy. Ah. And you you know that was a plant, too. You know that was a plant. That was during the primary season. You know that was a plant. And not by uh not by uh the, the Dems. That that was a that was a uh that that was a, a like a bush plant or a cruise plant. You know you know that. You hundred percent know that. To have just some seriously Seriously, over the top, you know, <laughs> I don't want to say, I don't want to sound like uh, Bill Clinton, but just somebody that, that was really very, very cruel, okay, how's that? And have him go, hey man, what are you going to do about Muslim? Everybody knows the president of Muslim. Yeah, <laughs> like you knew that was planned, especially uh, it was set to uh, bring out uh, the footage of McCain going, no ma'am, no ma'am, a pre- uh, uh, Barack Obama is, is a good That was uh, the media's, <laughs> that was the media's you know, praising McCain after they destroyed him. <laughs> that was them going, all right, John, you wanted us to praise you? All right, here you go. here's your praise. Why can't Trump be like John McCain? Well, they weren't saying that eight years ago. Eight years ago, they were calling him a old douche. <laughs> they called him a, just a, a cancer-ridden, horrible, whatever, you know. Yeah. Anyways, that was one of my uh, more favorite times. So the other big uh, story from today, besides the WikiLeaks stuff, nobody talks about, and of course the um, other polls besides Fox and uh, CNN, and just just guys, don't forget, Fox is not Republican. Okay. Fox is not Republican. Don't forget that. Fox is not Republican. Have you ever listened? Have you ever watched Megyn Kelly? She's she's not Republican. It's not a conservative. Hannity, but it's, it's uh, you know an opinion show. That's it. So Fox is Fox is very very much part of the establishment. I mean, Rupert Murdoch hardly runs that company anymore. His, his kids do. His kids aren't Republican. 
every other Fox entity. It, it is so leftist. I mean, if you look at uh, FX, if you look at Fox, if you look at the TV programs they create, there's nothing conservative about their TV programs. It's not like they're creating entertainment that has a right-wing agenda. It's not like they're doing sitcoms about a conservative family. It's not like they don't do that. You think Glee. You know, they don't, they don't do things like that. So, guys, don't don't for one second think Fox is anything other than to make money. I mean, they created it when Rush Limbaugh burst onto the scene. Roger Ailes said, you know, you could create television with a conservative point of view considering the rest of the media is controlled by the left. Now, is that? So, please. Now, the other big story was um, Michelle Obama being outraged. She was outraged today. She was outraged at Trump. She was very, very outraged. Very outraged. Yes. Jay-Z and Beyonce's best friend is very outraged today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're very outraged. He says very, very, very outraged. It's the, le- it's the left, man. It's the left. She was very outraged. Uh, Donald Trump. Donald Trump said, when you're rich and you're famous, when we'll let you do anything. You know, start efforts. I think Sanjay Knowles was kicking and, and punching Jay-Z because rumor has it that he was involved with star effort. You know, a star effort. A chick who wants to have sex with somebody because they're a celebrity. They're a star. They're rich and powerful. But according to the left, it was sexual assault. You know, what Bill Clinton has done. No, nothing like that. Right? Nothing. Nothing like what Bill Clinton did. No. Orgasming in the mouth of a White House intern. That's not sexual assault. No. Tell Paula Jones to come in. Like I said, forget the Juanita Bodrick. Forget Catherine Willie. Just go with the stuff that no, that that is factual. Just go with that. 
I mean, for Michelle Obama to be outraged that Donald Trump was putting up performance, and I say that again, he wasn't talking to Billy Bush, Sterling, to his, uh, his sugar baby, who was recording him. It was Donald Trump sitting on a bus with a camera guy, a lighting guy. There's a whole bunch of people on that bus. And so Trump was still being the character of Trump, the obnoxious billionaire, playboy, degenerate, far cry from the president of the United States. The president of the United States having an employee, because that's what Monica Lewinsky was. She came in with Huma Abedin. Bill and Hillary went, um, which one do you want? And Bill went, I want the chubby one. And Hillary was like, I'll take the muzzy. I'll take the muzzy. I'll take that one. I'll take that one. So an employee of the government was used like a human sex ashtray. I mean, literally. Literally. Cigar inside her vagina. And Michelle Obama is so offended by Donald Trump's words. And what I love about the left, what I love about the left is they constantly say, but Bill Clinton isn't running for president. His wife is. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Clinton has said on numerous times, on numerous times, who better? Who better? Who better than Bill Clinton? Who better do you go to than Bill Clinton when she might have questions? Matter of fact, she even said she would put Bill Clinton in charge of the economy. I don't know if Bill Clinton is not actually on the ticket. I mean, Hillary Clinton's mouth, her mouth, her old mouth, has said Bill Clinton of the economy. I will sit at the dinner table and kick around ideas. If you say, oh, Rob, 
this. She took that back. Okay. Okay. Then let's do this then. If part of Hillary Clinton's accomplishments, now she doesn't have a lot. We know that for a fact. She doesn't have a lot of accomplishments, but, or at least successful ones. But one of the accomplishments she touts is that of being the first lady and working with members of Congress to get children insured. Right? Right, guys? Touts working on different policies as the First Lady. Now, from Hillary Clinton to even some aspects of Michelle Obama. The first lady has and continues to have influence. I mean, today, Michelle Obama spoke and people have been fawning over it and talking about it and just moved and all of these things. So, one, right? When the first lady speaks, people listen, right? When the first lady wants policy or wants to be involved with policy, that can happen, right? Okay. Well, if Hillary Clinton wins, the roles are reversed, right? Which would make Bill Clinton, and he's joked about the first man, the first guy. And in turn, he would have the same role as Michelle Obama had and Hillary Clinton had. Past behavior become relevant in this conversation knowing all that we just have been told by me. So when Michelle Obama is so upset, I can't believe this man. Well, the woman that you're campaigning for, if she wins, going to have a husband who doesn't just talk about sexual assault and being a predator, he actually is. I mean, guys, you've got to be, and I've said this before, even if you want to play the liberal game like Bill Maher and the rest of the 
liberal douchebags do, or the or the Twitter people that just eggs next to their name, you know, the keyboard warrior types. If you just want to play into their name and say it was just sex, it was just a blowjob, okay. Imagine kind of junky, just degenerate piece of human garbage you are that you're the president of the United States. You're the most powerful man in the world. And you don't have any self-control as to where you keep that outside of the White House. You keep it outside of an employee. Thought of being the President of the United States, the most powerful man in the world, looked at and respected by countries and 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 citizens of those countries. I mean, the President of the United States. And yet, when he looked at Monica Lewinsky, the first thing he thought of was, I'd like to take him a cigar and shove it in her vagina. I mean, that's just, wow. And if Hillary wins, he's going to be back in the White House. So, yeah, Bill Clinton is on the ticket. Bill Clinton is on the ticket. Because in our country, historically... Historically, the First Lady has played a very, very important part of that president's administration. That person has been the face. Now, all the AIDS babies in the world that Bill Clinton's foundation helps is not going to erase the fact that he's sticking cigars in employees' vaginas in the Oval Office. That he's pulling his pants down to government workers in Arkansas and saying, Kiss it a little. Just just give it a little kiss. And when we see Michelle Obama do all those workout things, keep moving, don't be a fat bastard, all that. I mean, that's the stuff that Bill Clinton's going to do. You tell me it's talent. He's going to be in the role of the first lady, he's going to be the face. Again, remember Hillary Clinton. She worked with Congress, first trying to do Hillary care, then getting all these children who weren't covered, covered. Remember when she went to Bosnia under sniper fire? I mean, these are all the things that Bill Clinton will be doing. Bill Clinton, the guy who was sticking 
cigars, 20-year-old vagina who work for the White House. And if that was done today, Bill Clinton would be ostracized. There would be no coming back. I mean, I I think the guy who was the CEO of uh, American Apparel, didn't he get ousted from his position because he was doing, like, phone sex with employees? I mean, you can't F around with employees, regardless if the employee wants it. Regardless if the employee walks in your office, pulls their pants down, and says, stick it in. You just can't do it. If you are in a position of power, you cannot have sex with your secretary or with your vice president or whoever. Because the question always comes into play, was that person doing it because they still felt like they had to Because if they didn't, they would be fired. And here's Michelle Obama being distraught over Trump's comments. And if Hillary wins on Inauguration Day, she's going to be standing up there Right next to Bill. Standing right next to Bill. And Bill is going to be back in the White House. And he's going to be like, oh, I loved it in that area. That's where I used to stick things in Monica's vagina. Now, of course, the left. CNN, NBC, the whole crew, they can put as many people that have written books about Donald Trump as they can. They, they put it on all day. They put them on all day. Doesn't matter what the book is, they've been called the woman, the John Anderson Coop. But the people that write Hillary Clinton books are nowhere. Nowhere. Bill Clinton was having sex, or at least engaged in some type of sex, with Walter Mondale's daughter. Now, that's not some out-of-the-thin-blue-sky story. One of those things that, you know, has been around. He's a guy that worked in... White House Secret Service agent. But Obama, she's very, very distraught by Trump's words. Now, we've broken down the word a hundred times. not going to break them down here again, but random girls who's talking about star effers. Again, when you're famous, when you're a celebrity, they let you do whatever you want. 
No different than Justin Bieber. No different than Killer Mike. No different than Wiz Beepa. Eminem, when they get on the show, 70 different girls that will all be standing there with their hands raised. And if Eminem goes, I want to defecate on one of you, they will all keep their hands raised. So for Michelle to be outraged by Trump's words is insane. It's ludicrous. And it makes her look dumb. I mean, I know they have to do it because that's got to do. Gotta get Hillary elected. But they look dumb. I mean, they just look I know the word hypocrisy is thrown on a lot, but it goes beyond hypocrisy. It goes be and especially, and I know people on the right have thrown this around a little a day a day late because we were saying this months ago. But when you look at our entertainment, and you look at the people that have gone to the White House. If you look at the people that hang out with Obama. Rather, it's Jay-Z, Macklemore, or hell, Hope Solo. All of these people have been engaged in just either words that were despicable or actions that were despicable. I mean, it's kind of like when you see Ray Lewis lecturing people on behavior, and you go, wasn't he involved in a murder cover-up? Yeah, but we just don't mention that. Oh, okay. It's like, Jay-Z, it wasn't, like, didn't he create his empire from slinging dope? I mean, wasn't he involved in some type of shooting? What, 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 what is going on here? Wasn't Macklemore talking about George Bush brought down the World Trade Center? Wasn't Hope Solo involved with beating the crap out of her Family members taking pictures of her dirty, nasty-looking private parts. I mean, these are people that, like, the Obamas hang out with. This is Hollywood. When Amy Schumer's hanging out with Schumer lecturing everyone about guns. And you're like, Amy, isn't she the one that talks about Mexicans raping her? I mean, is it like part of her routine making fun of blacks and 
Mexicans? Am I am I effed up? <laughs> am I effed up here? Hell, they, they had Jim Carrey at the White did, did, did Jim Carrey, isn't Jim Carrey involved in a lawsuit now where he basically shamed his ex-girlfriend into killing herself? <laughs> and Michelle Obama's like, she's distraught over Donald Trump. She's distraught. She's distraught. <laughs> She's distraught. Oh, man. She's distraught. <laughs> She's distraught. <sighs> yeah, remember Michelle Obama? For the first time in my adult life, I'm proud. Of my country. First time. Really? <laughs> really? For the first day. Where's where does Donald Trump's language come from? Where how did why who what is going on with, with our society? Kanye West. I think Kanye West's most famous song was Gold Digger. Talking about women being gold diggers. And the fact that they ain't messing with no broke niggas. Talking about trapping guys into being with them by having babies. (laughs) I, I mean, come on! Hillary Clinton is, is is doing events where she's taking selfies with Kim Kardashian. Come on, man. And you all are offended by Donald Trump? Come on. Bill Maher. Bill Maher has not found a hole that he hasn't put his junk into. I think he was even banging Ann Coulter. Come on. And, and, and the media is not corrupt. The media is not uh, part of the corporate machine. The media is not controlled by Democrats. Last year's New Year's Eve ball drop. Don Lemon drunk in a hot tub. Telling uh, Kathy Griffith she's got a nice rack. Come on. Come on, man. God. Men don't talk like this in locker rooms. Like we talked about yesterday. For years and years and years and years and years and years and years. Guys walked around with their Johnsons out. Purposely. To embarrass female reporters. When they started going into the locker rooms. That's a fact. Guys don't talk like this. Guys don't talk like this. 
Remember the outrage last year when Richie Incognito was bullying another 350-pound lineman, calling him a bitch, calling him a faggot? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Donald Trump said his daughter's hot. Donald Trump. Donald Trump said if his daughter wasn't possibly date her. It's outrageous. And Alec Baldwin called his seven-year-old daughter a disgusting pig. <laughs> Come on. Oh. Uh. I'm outraged by the things that Donald Trump has said. Men don't talk like that. Men don't talk like that in the locker room. Remember we talked about Jake Tapper. I Listen, I've been around. Uh, I, I No man talks like that. Jake. <sighs> Chafees. I've been in a lot of locker rooms. I was a place kicker. Oh, you were a place kicker. Oh, you're a place kicker for what? BYU, Brigham Young, you Mormon jackoff. What, what are you talking about? Stop it. Just stop. Just stop. Wilt Chamberlain had sex with 10,000 women and Magic Johnson got AIDS. Magic Johnson didn't get AIDS. From intravenous drugs, that's what he says. Magic Johnson didn't get AIDS because he was gay, that's what he says. He got it from unprotected sex. You know how hard it is for a man. And I know some people be like, don't say that, that's not your response. It's a fact, though. It's hard for a man to get AIDS from heterosexual sex. It's hard, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. I'm not saying it's it's about, but it's hard. You got Magic Johnson. How about Kobe Bryant? Does everybody forget about the Kobe Bryant case in Colorado? Did he rape her? Did he not rape her? What happened? How about Michael Jordan? Real men don't talk like this in a locker room. Men don't talk like this. I am so shocked that Donald Trump said these words. How could, and I love when, again, when she brings up the the children, the daughters, and how can our kids, how can our kids look at, how do our kids look at Bill Clinton? How do our kids look at Bill Clinton and go, oh, he's the president who cheated on, our new president with that girl and stuck cigars in her vagina. Well, that's different. Why is that different? Because he's a liberal and he's a Democrat. And Donald Trump, he's an evil Republican. Got it. Sorry. Well, how is Jesse Waters not Amy Schumer? Because he's a Republican. 
And he's on Bill O'Reilly and Amy Schumer. She wants to ban guns and she's Chuck Schumer's cousin. That's how. Okay. I mean, they, be, they, they win. <laughs> they win. They win. I am Michelle Obama, and I'm very offended by Donald Trump's words. Real men don't talk like that. 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Don't if you're having girl problems off your bat for you, son. 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Yeah, okay. Real men. Real men. Got it. Got it. Sorry, Michelle. Sorry. Have you seen that video going around? And I can't believe the video is real. And no one, I mean, I I get it. Nobody in the media is going to talk about it. But how do you ignore that? And, and, And you had to have seen the video of Obama campaigning. And he's on the phone. And he stands up. And he's got a heart on. And and he, and, he, and he puts his leg up on the chair to show everybody his hard on through the pants. I mean, it's it's stuff you do w- when you're like a teenager or in your early twenties. I mean, it's very frat housey. You know, I had a friend that would uh, he would get holes in his pants. I know I'm going to be a little disgusting for some of you, but he would have holes in his pants. And he would pull his sack, not the ball per se, but the skin of his sack through the hole. And then he would go, hey, man, uh, who left the bubble gum that I sat on? And he'd be like, what? And you'd be like, oh, man, that's nasty. And his sack would be, I mean, that's, that's like what Obama did. He's on the phone. He stands around, puts his leg up, and he's got a heart on. And you hear people chuckling on this airplane like, oh, look at his heart on. I mean, is that real? I mean, is that real? I haven't re- Have I retweeted it? I think I, you know, I'll sometimes harass Jake Tapper because I know Jake. He actually interviewed me many, 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 many years ago. Matter of fact, uh, like two or three months ago, if you go through my timeline, uh, there was one time where I was harassing him uh, about uh, he, he, was, he put over somebody's book. Like somebody wrote a book, and he's like, hey, check out this. And then I, I hit him, and I said, man, everything that uh, you know, I went through and, and, and you were in my house, you know, and I, I said it witty. And I said, you don't even acknowledge me. And then like 10 minutes later, he wrote back, hi, Rob. So I harassed Tapper a lot. I'd be like, hey, hack, check out my new story. Hey, hack, why are you such a hack? Hey, hack. So I haven't harassed him with this video because I'm like, is it real? I mean, is this real? Am I looking at Obama from eight years ago on campaign uh, plane with a hard-on and nobody has ever talked about this? 
Nobody is. I mean, if there was video of Donald Trump talking to people and he had a hard on, and it's obvious he knew he had a hard on, and he was doing this to kind of be inappropriate without being inappropriate because it's like, oh, I, oh, wow, I didn't know I have a hard on. Look at this. Oh my God. You know, it's kind of like when Al Gore is in the rub and tug, he's in the massage, and he, like, drops his towel. He's like, whoops, I, whoa. And the masseuse is looking at him, and he's like, I'm sorry I dropped my towel, and I'm laying here with a heart on. Should I pick up the towel? And the masseuse is pick up the towel. You nasty mother effer. It's, it's like that thing. So there's Obama with a heart on. Is that real? I don't know. But it's amazing that no one in the media has said this isn't real. But even, you know, Michelle Obama's not shocked. Listen, Michelle Obama's not shocked about any of this. Michelle Obama knows She's not a dummy. She's playing a dummy and acting like a dummy because that's what you do when you're a liberal. You're, 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 you're just full of hypocrisy. Your life is full of hypocrisy. Everything around you is just hypocrisy to the 80th degree. So you have to play stupid and act stupid. So half the country goes... Wow, that person is stupid. So, God bless Michelle Obama. She's shocked by Donald Trump. She's shocked uh, by his language, and she's very, very upset for all the children that have to hear it and, and, and have to deal with it, but... Bill Clinton, no problem. The culture that we live in today, no problem. The culture that she imports from the streets, from Hollywood into the White House, no problem. It is what it is. So Rob Zakari Show, we are done for the evening. Yes, we are done for the evening. Once again, we went late. Yes, again, we went late. But it is what it is. We will see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget. Uh, go to the Rob Zakari Show.com. Ugh. Anna Navarro's on CNN. See, we're on the West Coast, so we get the feed late. I'm looking at Anna Navarro, the most heinous of heinous individuals. We talked about her in the beginning of the show, being on Trevor Noah's show. God bless her and Trevor Noah. And it will be awesome uh, when this election season's over because we will never have to deal with Anna Navarro again. It's the Rob Zakari Show. We will see you guys tomorrow. You are the best. Don't forget, you can follow us at therobzakariashow.com. You can go to the Twitter. You can go to our Facebook. Uh, you can go to uh, Spreaker. You can go to iTunes. You could go to iHeartRadio and type in the Rob Zakari Show. Go there. You guys are the best. We'll see you tomorrow, 7 p.m. or 7.08 or whatever the hell time it goes on. Uh, you guys are uh, truly, truly awesome. Thank you with us and uh, be safe and uh, uh, do 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 do